is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. No. What's up, nerd enthusiasts? Thank you for joining us for episode 83 of Nerd Talkalypse Podcast. Yes, 83. We haven't been on for a while. No, it's been We've, a little while. Uh, we both actually been going through some moves, so it's been hard. To, we finally got our nerd room set back up and ready to go. Yeah. We just got back from Ready Player One. We're not talking about that today. Today is an all-news episode, but we did just watch it. We'll be talking about it really soon with Steve from the Pizza Podcast. Yes. And it should be a good time. I... Not gonna say anything about the movie, <laughs> but we <laughs> it was, watched it. it was, yes, we—that's a thing. We watched it. Okay, the uh, this week's show is all broken news. All this news has already happened. Um, it's already been broke. It's great. It's no longer breaking. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so first things first, we got some announcements. Uh, first announcement here is that it's been a while. Sorry for the delay. The last episode heard on here was Super Fight 2017, and the winner that emerged over the champ was our very own. Resident Star Wars expert and Godzilla fanboy Aaron Dwyer. It was, in fact, a very good match. It was. Yes, it was a very fun experience, and uh, we're going to get everybody back on this year to have another one for next year. should be a good time. Okay, do you have any non-nerdy recommends Um, that you can think of? It's been a while. I don't think there's anything I've even been doing or watching. That hasn't been? The Office. I mean, I'm watching that again for like the eighth (laughs) time, but... Yeah. It's always a great show to watch. Goldberg's. Goldberg's, yeah. I haven't watched any other movies, if I, <coughs> if I remember correctly. August Rush. August Rush, recently. Green Street Hooligans. Two of my favorite movies. Right. I just got to watch How to Train Your Dragon, and my top three has been all watched this month. Oh, yeah. I got to find a way to watch How to Train Your Dragon. Should be. I think it's on Voodoo, man. It's not. It's not? No. Well, it should be. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Trust me. <laughs> we it definitely it should be. Okay. All right, so uh, you want to do the first one here? All right. News from the Hall of Justice. Justice, <laughs> just. <laughs> Flashpoint movie officially and finally lands a director duo. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, Spider-Man Homecoming writers, approach WB oh wait, and, Gold, and Goldstein. Spider-Man Homecoming writers take it to the big screen. Oh, wait, those guys are the... Okay. Yeah, those The two. punctuation is, is driving Yeah, through. I know. Sorry. Uh, no... John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, Spider-Man Homecoming writers, approached WB with a script for Flashpoint, and they went for it. The men said they were huge fans of the character and story and really want to take it to the big screen. Edit, reportedly, will be filming in Vancouver, which is where the CW films the Flash TV show. <laughs> How very interesting. Central City will look oddly similar. Here's to hoping for some Easter eggs, maybe Augustine meetup in the Speed Force, perhaps? Hmm. Wouldn't that be something? That would be insane. That would be crazy. That would be fucking crazy, dude. I mean, I why the hell it. not? Even if they just ran past each other, like... Like, he's doing this weird, like, run. <laughs> and then and there's Barry, like, what the fuck is that weird running flash? <laughs> just like, what the hell is happening over there? That, dude, that would be really... It, the thing I like about it the most is that, like, it's going to look proper. Like, everybody's going to always have the same view of Central City. Yeah. Because it's going to be the same thing. You know, maybe right. with maybe a different filter or whatever, but yeah, what can you do? All right, so the next thing here, we're going we're gonna to fire off a bunch of these real quick. It's going to be a real short episode for you guys. Um, I don't have a whole lot of details on what happened on a lot of this stuff because, like I said, it's bro- it, there's a, so much. But uh, So Joss Whedon has departed from Batgirl. Um, 
the 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 movie, and he said that he didn't have a story, which I I think really is, don't give a shit if there's a Batgirl movie. Yeah, I don't either, but they're, whatever. They're way they're get, just make the one they make the main ones badass enough. Don't make a Batgirl movie. Make a good ass Green Lantern movie. Or yeah, make a fucking Martian Manhunter movie. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily need to be a Batgirl, Batgirl movie. fucking movie. Fuck that. She can appear in a Batman movie. I don't give a shit. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Zack Snyder still teasing that he has a cut of Justice League on the way. Dude, so he posted. There better fucking be. Like, I'm tired of hearing about this shit. Dude, he posted a picture of like his thumb with like a cut on his. The thumb. Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" They freaked out, and I was like, "That's so funny." But you know, interesting. This People, one here, though. Do you know who Kristen Wiig is? Not 100. percent She is the one from. Um, uh, she's in yeah. Anchorman Two. She's the one that he was. She was Anchorman One as well. No. I'll show you exactly. Yeah, look her up. You'll know exactly who she is. She's, she's. Uh, I don't really know if I can see her as Cheetah, but she has officially been cast as Cheetah in Wonder Woman two. Uh, she, I think maybe she could do okay. Like I, I don't know, not too bad. Oh yeah, she's weird. She's in that movie Bridesmaids. Yes, yes. She's and fucking, she's like she always plays really strange people. <laughs> she's like I mean she's a comedy actor. Yeah, I know that's gonna be weird seeing her as Cheetah. They're gonna make a Cheetah all funny and stupid and shit. I I don't. I hope not. You know she's going to. They do it every fucking time. Even. Fucking Bruce Wayne was making jokes. <laughs> DC, DC stands for this crap. This crap again. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so the first official looks at the Shazam costume have been released and have had various uh, reactions based on, you know, people people have a serious problem not being able to look past how little he is. Well, that and looking past. Uh, what like costumes look like before CGI is added to it? Oh yeah, and like the people lose their minds. Like they're like that looks like shit, and I'm just like, dude, like <laughs> they'll they'll fix it. It's gonna look fine. Like calm down. What are you gonna do? But I think it looks okay. I mean, they obviously added a lot of beef to uh, Zach. Yeah, I mean, Zach he, Levi from there. what I saw, it looks all right. I, I'm getting past it, but still. <laughs> uh, John Constantine has been promoted to series regular of Legends to- uh, Legends of Tomorrow Season 4. However, in light of that, it seems that Season 4 of Legends of Tomorrow is up in the air as well as the renewal of the CW of all of the CW Hero shows. Okay, I have a redaction for that. Everything got renewed. Okay. Uh, as of yesterday. Cool. So, uh, I mean, I don't, the only thing I care about Flash and Arrow at this point. Yeah. Super well, Bro- John Super Constantine Bro- being com- becoming a series regular is dope, dude. Yeah, but I mean, that's going to be apparently so, cool. so is fucking Damien Dark. <laughs> So goddamn tired of Damien Dark. Be, I could do without Damien Dark for the rest of my life. I like watched a movie actor. trailer the other day, and it wasn't even. It was just had the actor that played Damien Dark. I was like, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing this blonde motherfucker. Like, I'm so tired of him. Good old Neil McDonough, man. Kill him, he comes right back. Kill him uh, one more time, he comes right fucking back. Horrible, horrible. Okay, so DC Animation is redoing the death of Superman. Oh my god, that looked fucking awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Absolutely, <laughs> this new Fifty Two style. Like yep. If you've watched uh, like Justice League War and shit like that, it's very similar to that. Yeah. New 52 and Rebirth style continuity, it's going to be really, really cool. And I feel like they're doing it right because in the comic book, which we have, that graphic novel somewhere. Yeah, it's down there, I think. But uh, it, the d- dark uh, Doomsday is like in that, that suit, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he's like fighting him with one arm for a while. He like beats up all of the Justice League by himself. And that's when Superman shows up. And he has that exact same suit on, so I'm hoping they're going to... Yeah, Keep it looks, it looks really, it. really good. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. <laughs> and speaking of it, like trailers and shit, we just that fucking, like, we just saw it today, the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse thing. I, Spider-Verse. I love it. I can't wait until Dude, that, that comes Yeah, the, whatever the animation that caught go, going on in that movie, 
Like it totally looks like it looks like a. It looks like a comic book brought to life. Like, exactly. Can't remember the name of. Like the, it was uh, pixelated a little bit, and it looked like. Not, it yeah, looked, not, it's not pixelated. It's uh, there's a different word for it. It's so yeah. cool though. Yeah, I like it. it. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of like Borderlands. Like Borderlands is a video game. It looks like a comic book. Yeah. But this is more cartoony. And it also looks a little bit stop motiony at times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you know? a, like uh, Chicken Run. Yes. Stuff like that. Simil- Something like, about so, that. A mixture between like a cartoon and like a, a claymation. Like exactly. somehow form fused together. Yeah. That's super bizarre. I've never seen that. It before. looks cool as shit though, man. Yeah. Like that, when he jumps that, off the fucking building and the glass that like, comes off with him. And, and, he and that's falls. like a story that's like, I, I, I believe if I'm correct, it is a story that is much like Flashpoint. Mm. Kind of. But like it's like a conversion of all sorts of Spider-Man across the the Marvel timeline of universes that are all converging onto one. I wonder how that happens. I don't know. I know they can't run fast enough to break the, you know, do that. Yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting, though. Okay, so the standalone Joker movie <coughs> is said to have a lot in common with the killing joke. Um, no <laughs> word as to whether or not Joaquin Phoenix is actually still doing this or not. Uh, unsure, but... The Joker? Yeah. Hmm. In that standalone movie that everybody's talking about here. Again, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of standalone movies, go ahead with this next one there, Lane. The New Gods movie is happening from director Ava DuVernay of A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. The so New Gods are like, that's like Darkseid's children and shit. I think, like, oh, something. Steppenwolf, Darkseid, Orion, yeah. Highfather, and Mr. Miracle. There was a graphic audio that I listened to and it had like Orion and shit in it. And it was about the, it was about the New Gods. It was awesome. Supposedly, this is going to be a standalone movie as well. That would well. be crazy. I'm glad. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I watch the shit out of that. Yeah, very, very interesting. So before we, uh, before we went into uh, whatever little tiny hiatus that we went on, uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Right now in Marvel. Yeah, news. sorry. News yeah, from the Avengers Tower. Avengers: Infinity War has a new release date and had been moved a week ahead of its original, and will now release on April twenty seventh. So like that's 28 cool. days away. 28 days away <laughs> from the we culmination still, of it all. We still haven't watched the trailer. We nope. fucking, When we come on in the theater, we close our eyes and cover our ears and haven't seen a single thing from it. No, I have no idea. I saw the buildings turning and I was like, is this it? And you're like, yep. I was like, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, yeah, Deadpool 2 releases a second trailer and it is seriously dope. And we just saw that again today. It was really awesome. There was that scene where he does a flip onto the table. He was wearing high heels. I don't know if you were paying attention. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I was it was real attention. quick, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> it's so funny." Good old Deadpool, man. Well, I can't wait for that. I movie. love it. They they're so they they're so self conscious, and at the end of it, they're like, "They're like, yeah, the the second one should stand on its own." They're like, "Yeah, we, why did you even make a third one?" Like, <laughs> it's like, no, the second one holds up or whatever. He's like, <laughs> no, the like, second just, one kills it. <laughs> second one kills it. Quit while you're ahead. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, so since our uh, the Black Panther podcast, the uh, domestic total of the box office is six hundred and thirty-three billion one hundred seventy-seven million. No. I'm sorry, six hundred thirty-three million one hundred seventy-seven thousand four hundred fifty-two. Six hundred thirty-three billion. <laughs> That's fucking I mean, ridiculous. The, the highest sold movie ever, <laughs> and will ever be. <laughs> uh, worldwide is one. Billion yes. two hundred forty-one million fifty-eight thousand wow. three hundred and twelve. One point two billion dollars that movie. Highest-grossing superhero movie of all time. I get until fucking. I guarantee until Infinity War. There's no way Infinity War doesn't destroy. Did Infinity War cost a billion dollars to make it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, not Infinity War, but Avengers three and four back to back. They were filmed. Okay, mm-hmm. so 
it cost a billion dollars to make it for one year, and all the actors only had two weeks off. Yeah. Well, they got probably got paid bank. Oh, I'm sure they got paid. Give, bank. give me no weeks off, I'll fucking make millions of dollars. <laughs> Fuck. But that. <laughs> so that's dick, gonna be take, a spectacle. <laughs> eat ass, suck a dick, and sell drugs. I'll do that for a million dollars. All right, now Mark oh Hamill. God. Uh, says he wants to he wants a role in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and he has made some strides to get there by tweeting at James Gunn about it. And I believe there's more to it, but I didn't. I wonder what he wants to play. I'd be weird just to see him in Marvel. Role. I don't want to see him in that. I want to see. I want to see him as a live action Joker. I don't see why he couldn't do it. Yeah, he has the voice already. He doesn't look like he, he could. He could probably look the role. Dude, I have a friend at work who was telling me about the uh, this old show called the. Sirens of Gotham or something like that. Yeah, it's on the CW seed, mm-hmm. but it's like old. Looks like older. It's been out for a long time, hmm. and it's got like Lori Laughlin or Gotham City Sirens. Is that what it's called? No, that's a movie that was they were supposed oh, to do. Yeah, but it's yeah. just about the same characters. Right. It's like it takes place in a universe where Bat or where Batman's gone, like missing, and the Joker like took over and all sorts of stuff. But like a, a report, he tells me that they they have cameos in the movie. Like brief cameos and like Mark Hamill appeared as the Joker, hmm. not at maybe not him, but he voiced the Joker. And that Batman makes an appearance in it, and Harley Quinn is in. Like he said, it's a really good series. Huh. He said there's like kind of like some women drama in there, but like other women than that, drama, woman drama. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but other than that, it's like fine. And I was, like, I mean, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck that even means. He's like, it's a little soap opery at times, but he said it's pretty good. Well, General Hospital mix in in, like, in Gotham City. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. This is me? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Okay, so Marvel's first scripted podcast, Wolverine, The Long Night, officially debuts on Stitcher. Uh, Marvel's, uh, let's see. I'll read here. Okay. Marvel's first scripted podcast recently released on Stitcher, uh, Wolverine, The Long Night. The podcast is written by Ben Percy and features Richard Armitage in the lead role. <laughs> like that, that first sentence is pretty much the, the, the title. title. <laughs> In a different way. <laughs> Marvel first scripted podcast, Wolverine the Long Night, officially debuts on Stitcher. Marvel's first scripted podcast, recently released on Stitcher, Wolverine the Long Night. <laughs> like, what the fuck? All the words are there. And then, uh, all right, so Marvel and Stitcher have officially released the first two episodes of the Wolverine the Long really? Night. Really? <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't realize. I didn't, Marvel's that's a, first scripted podcast on Stitcher <laughs> Premium. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a, uh, that's third, a surprise. <laughs> the podcast is a 10 episode series. On what is it on? <laughs> Releasing weekly on Stitcher Premium. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, this is releasing on Stitcher. You can see all. No, the it's Stitcher. releasing on Stitcher Premium. Oh yeah, that's right. Which costs money. <laughs> Fuck the uh, series will be released fully on the other podcast platforms later this year. So if you don't want to pay for it now. Just wait a little bit. Wolverine: The Long Night is a mystery story that incorporates many fantastical elements of the Marvel universe. Here's a synopsis of the story provided by Stitcher. Marvel's first scripted podcast recently released on Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the next line. I have All right. It follows Sally Pierce and Tad Marshall as they arrive in the fictional town of Burns, Alaska to investigate a series of murders and quickly discover the town lives in fear of a serial killer. The agents team up with Deputy Bobby Reed to investigate their main suspect, Logan. Their search leads them on a fox hunt through the mysterious and corrupt town. Ben Percy, writer of the scripted podcast and who is responsible for other works relating to Nightwing, Green Arrow, and the Teen Titans, describes the show descri- describes, describes the show in a recent press release. This is a story about deception, unreliability, identity, atonement, and a man in the wild, and the wild in a man. 
Every character has a secret. Every scene has a question mark at the end of it. And I can't wait for you to hear the phenomenal actors who have brought the story to life. And the next level sound design that make this studio drama like nothing you've ever heard. Sounds pretty dope. I'll, I'll listen to it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like a graphic audio. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. It's on Stitcher Premium. Well, later this year, it'll oh. be free on oh, okay. every podcast platform. Oh. All right. So the Venom, <laughs> the Venom movie, this might be a, this movie is going to uh, be a goddamn nightmare. I'm telling you right now. Why? So as new reports come out about it, they're saying that Venom, as Venom, won't be in it for very long at all. And awesome. the story is super inaccurate. So basically, they said that Venom, as Venom, will appear for 10 minutes. In the whole movie? In the entire movie. So it'll be about freaking... It'll be about... It, yeah, and it'll be Brock. wrongly portrayed by, about Eddie Brock. Ugh. And then there was, another, there was another scene that said that like the, one of the biggest battles in the entire movie takes place at, with Eddie Brock having the symbiote attached to him. Okay, but the suit that it creates around him he, that he fights with the, is not Venom. What? That it's just like black skin and veins and it doesn't look anything like Venom. And then later in the last scenes of the movie, he becomes Venom. And I was like, that is retarded. I mean, I, the only thing we can hope is that this movie just opens it up to be, unless it does so bad they don't make any more, but unless it's, you know. What a waste of time. Obviously, the next movie would be all Venom. But that, yeah, that's so stupid. What a waste of time. Yeah, I agree. I I've know. been looking forward. I want to, if I don't get to see Carnage in a goddamn movie, <laughs> I'm making myself. I know, right? Whatever. The Daily Prophet. New trailer of Crimes of Grindle. No, new trailer for Crimes of Grindelwald has released. Looks awesome, except one thing: trailer deception, perhaps. This that is you. fucking bullshit with yep. Newt's commander looking like he's gonna fight Grindelwald with Dumbledore. Like, ugh, get out of here. Dumbledore did that shit himself. I don't give a fuck. That's gonna be stupid. Know. I'm not gonna like that. Trailer I deception. hope that is trailer deception. Yeah, I hope so. I certainly because the whole so. story was that Dumbledore was teaching at school, and then Grindelwald was raising hell through other parts of the world, and then finally it came to the point to where nobody else could stop him. It had to be Dumbledore, so he went and did it his goddamn self. Yeah. Not with Newt fucking Scamander. The fucking guy that gets animals. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? I, can't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be pissed. Well, <laughs> I guess we'll see. And <sighs> at the end of the year, how it, how it plays out. I'm going to be pretty pissed, too. I don't imagine why they would put that fight in the second movie. No, the movie should just be called The Life and Lies of Alvis Dumbledore. I don't understand why they haven't listened to this and fucking figured it out and just did that. <laughs> I've said this like a hundred times. It would be too perfect. That's too perfect. Well, Tell me that's not a great movie title. It's great. It'd just be every, all about that book. The whole, his whole life. It's great. Send some, send some, uh, send some uh, business cards to... Uh, Say, listen to our shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I got ideas. <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> Lane's mic stand just fell off. <laughs> that's okay. So we're going to move on then. News from the Cantina in the, over in the Star Wars universe, which you don't have very often. But uh, So Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, this is the timeline... Interested in this movie? I mean, we're gonna have to see it. I know, but that's just not. I'm not. But the, the timeline in which it takes place is another pointless fucking film like Batgirl. It doesn't <clears throat> need it's to. It's probably gonna be pretty interesting. It's probably gonna be interesting, but it doesn't need to happen. It doesn't. It doesn't there's no need point. To happen. No, I think a Star Wars and, movie every year is kind of redundant. And like I said last time, the guy, the guy that's playing young Han, looks like as old, if not older, than when we first saw Han Solo in fucking New Hope. Like he doesn't look like these. Like how much younger is it? Is it like? Does this movie take place 10 days before A New Hope fucking happens? Like, <laughs> No, apparently exactly. not. Exactly. That's what's so stupid. <laughs> so we already knew that as a, as a prequel, Solo, A Star Wars Story, would take place at some point before A New Hope. <clears throat> but Star Wars, <clears throat> a 
excuse me, is a huge franchise with deep lore. There's a lot in, uh, that happened uh, before Han met Luke <laughs> in that most most Eisley Cantina, and now we have a better idea of just when in the franchise the timeline of the upcoming standalone solo film will be set. Publisher Del Rey. <laughs> the way you're reading those. Publisher Del Rey. <laughs> has posted a timeline of its many Star Wars novels, all in chronological order. Interestingly, Solo is set before both of the animated Star Wars Rebel, yeah, Star Wars Rebels television series and Rogue One, <clears throat> a Star Wars story movie, making it the first big screen flick to take place between, or I'm sorry, to take place after the rise of the Empire in 20... 20- 2005 Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith chronologically. <clears throat> More specifically, Solo takes place between the novels of Star Wars Tarkin and Star Wars Thrawn. James Lucino's Tarkin novel is set 14 years between or before the original 1977 movie, and Disney CEO Bob Iger had previously revealed that Solo would span the course of six years of Han Solo's life, from ages 18 to 24. Since Han is around twenty nine years old at the time of a new hope. Yeah, see that that's this guy looks like this guy looks like he is twenty nine now. Yeah. So it would mean that the new movie is about eleven years ahead of the original trilogy, giving the studio ample time to work with. In addition to the official novelization of Solo, there's Last Shot, a Han and Lando novel, a book that is said to take place between Solo and a New Hope, as well as explore post Return of the Jedi. Uh, you might be seeing this movie Han style. Solo. <laughs> no, I'll go with you. Well, it's so the trailer makes it look pretty cool, so I don't. I just still <clears> think it's pointless. Right. Um, Iron Man director and Happy Hogan himself, John Favreau, to write and produce the first ever live action Star Wars TV series. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> Lucasfilm has just announced that John Favreau, Iron Man: The Jungle Book, has signed on the exec as executive producer and write the first live-action Star Wars series for Disney's new direct-to-consumer platform. Like its own Netflix thing. Yeah. That'll be pretty good, man. John yeah. Fav- Johnny Favs knows what he's doing. Yeah. Jungle Book was dope. I like Jungle Book. I that, cannot that, wait that, for That's Lion that King. new live-action one, yeah? That was good. Yeah. That was I really cannot good. wait for the live-action Lion King. <laughs> it's going to be so good. I, I only have certain problems with that, and that, that they, they keep some of the original cast and then... And then are throwing other people in there. Maybe the other ones couldn't do it or they didn't want to. You know, you can't force them. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I just really hope that... Wait, they might have casted him already. Like, Johnny Oliver's doing Zazu. That's going to be interesting. But, like, Beyonce's doing Nala. Mm, I can see that. Nala's, Nala, in the, even in the original, kind of sounded like a black woman. Yeah. Like when Donald Glover. Singing. Simba. Adult Simba. Interesting. He's going to rap him. That'd be weird. It means no worry <laughs> for the rest of your days. Like Hakuna. He's like, Hakuna. That'd be weird. But <laughs> like, biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Hakuna. Matata. La biblioteca. Uh, that sounds so perfect. You know, the guy from the guy from Parks and Recreation, he comes in after. Which guy? He comes in after. He's from Eagleton, and he's like a really loud gay guy. Yeah. He's Timon. Okay. Okay, I can see and that. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. That's weird. Oh, I can see. Are it. Moe, are we moe? I mean, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that gay guy is Timon. Timon like that sound. That Billy Eichner. He's the same guy from Billy on the Street. Yeah, he's, he's weird. He's a weirdo. Um, he's he always has. He's like, I I don't like it. <laughs> I, I I can't even do it. Like he's so extreme. <laughs> very extreme. <laughs> so he'll be Timon, um, and Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. That'll be interesting. 
and I can't remember. They have a whole bunch of people. It means no worries. I got. I can't imagine John, Donald Glover singing like that, man. Like, I know he has a decent voice, but like that. I mean, whoever sang as Adult Sim in the original is just too good. Yeah, well, it's definitely not the guy who voiced him because Matthew Broderick voiced. Yeah, I know it's like a Matthew Broderick's voice. And he's like, I mean, <laughs> like he kills it and shit. <laughs> what like, if it Whoa. was Matthew Broderick? I don't, I'm pretty what sure. It what was. if it was? <laughs> that would be so funny. I would be so surprised if it was. It'd be, it's just like when in the Jungle Book, the only, not really issue I had, but like when, uh, what the fuck, uh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken was singing. It I mean, sounded just like Christopher <laughs> Walken singing. Like it was. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny. I want to be like you. <laughs> I want to walk like you. I I can't get over it, man. <laughs> All right. So, in other news, while we were gone, Kevin Smith suffered and survived a massive heart attack. Quote unquote, the Widowmaker. He's doing very well, and he's back at his Kevin Smith thing. He's making great, great strides, losing weight again. He's doing his podcast, doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's learned his lesson. Apparently, doesn't want to ever do that. But he's also let it go to his head that he survived a almost non-survivable heart attack. Mm. So, there's that. So, Dragon Ball Super and the Tournament of Power have come to an end. Now, I am not going to talk about what happened. That is going to be for an episode itself. Fair enough. I cannot... There's too much to talk about. Some of the most craziest shit you'll ever see in anything happens. Like, the fight between Goku and Jiren is Ultra Instinct. That was the... That shit was insane. Like, absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody, no other single person in any fucking fictional thing is going to stand up to that. Like, no. That was way too crazy. Like, and, but, I like, agree. we have the, the new trailer came out for the, the animated movie being released in theaters in December. There's still a lot of uh, wonder who he's fighting in that trailer, and a lot of people think it's Yamushi. Right, Yamushi. That's right. I said it right, right? Yeah. He is the original, supposedly the original Super Saiyan God, the one that Shenron was referring to when he told Goku about how it was done. That would be very interesting. So I don't know. Yeah. But uh, supposedly after the movie airs in December, they they might they're gonna potentially continue Super or do another series. Who knows what they're gonna call it? But I guess we'll find out. <clears throat> I have a feeling they might go the same way that they went with for by first releasing Battle of the Gods and then. Releasing Resurrection F and then starting yeah. the series, you know what I mean? To I th- encompass. I feel both like they could have just continued Super. Like I don't understand why they have to stop it and do something else. Like I don't know. Maybe they have to get some funds together, or you know, drum up some, drum up some uh, suspicions right. about things and. Uh, get know. the fandom going again maybe they feel i don't know man. Dude, the, the end of super was so emotional for me like the ending scene was goku and vegeta fighting in in the desert in in the mountain things as super saiyan blues and when when they took their stances it was fucking mirrored to when they very first fought when napa was with vegeta mm-hmm. fucking dude that was so nice <laughs> i loved it i loved that that's wow. so cool because i don't even remember that what it looked like so Oh, you can. All right. Well, the last thing we have here, <clears throat> news from the Council of Ricks, a new rumor circulating that Rick and Morty may not may not ever return, and that's just bullshit. <clears throat> the greater Rick and Morty fan base is so overbearing sometimes that they take the tiniest bit of news and blow it far out of proportion, which isn't that vastly different from what the rest of the <clears throat> from the rest of TV in the long run or anything in general. A lot of lots of people do that. Because they don't get all the information. But the somewhat toxic fan base for Rick and Morty 
<clears throat> seems to cause even more trouble for the creators, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Basically, what is happening is that the show is under contract negotiations, quote unquote, and Adult Swim has yet to order season four. So Justin Roiland, Dan Harmon have not written season four. They haven't written anything for it yet. But this hasn't stopped fans from harassing the creators, especially Dan Harmon, who's a big fan of just tweeting in general. He said on a podcast interview that he can't even tweet out normal things without thousands of fans being total assholes to him about not writing season four yet. He said, quote unquote, if I tweet, hey, I'm eating a cupcake, someone will. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally an Easter egg. Genius. <clears throat> anyway, so he said, quote-unquote, if I tweet, hey, I'm eating a cupcake, someone will respond with, get off your ass and write season four of Rick and Morty, you fucking douchebag. Quit wasting time <laughs> with eating cupcakes, you sack of shit. Something like that. So I'm like, that That would suck, dude. Could you imagine not yeah, being Yeah, stop able- making a show that only has ten episodes a season. If you made if you made the show that had like maybe twenty four episodes a season, people wouldn't be fucking wanting more so much. Well, I don't think it, that you know it's probably Adult Swim's fault. But regardless, yeah, three seasons. There's only thirty episodes. I mean, like that's, that's, no shit. Ridiculous. People are getting impatient because well, there's for not a enough. show that's so popular. Yeah, yeah, there should be more. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I still think it's I still think it's bullshit that that the fans have to harass this man Fuck who's him. just trying to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to, be, to let the world know he's eating a cupcake. And they're just like, get off your ass, you faggot. Like, you eating a cupcake? Are you fucking kidding? You should kidding? be writing season four of Rick and Morty, you sack <laughs> of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, just, that's I was like, that's ridiculous, but you know, whatever. It's funny. It is funny, but like, I feel bad for Dan Harmon. I love his work. You know, Community was amazing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you whatever. fucking douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. That's it, man. I don't have anything more. I have to get some regular episodes going again. Yeah, well, we know we got uh, coming up. We'll have Ready Player One a book and movie side by side discussion, which is interesting. I'm kind of glad that the first one didn't work out because the book they were so different that we can it could be it'll be huge a discussion. Oh yeah, and uh, somebody's got to make a list. Yeah, we're gonna I mean, there was I mean no. Probably not. There was so... The whole movie was pretty different. Yeah, everything. There yeah. Was, the only thing they got the same was the name of the character. That was it. That was it. There was nothing else the same. The way the keys worked, nothing, none of the challenges were the same. There was no gates. None of it. Nothing was the same. Nothing. Right. Like, I can't even think of one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, not that I can... Besides the name of the character, could have been. they could have just named new characters from a different perspective. You know, I don't know. It was just not. I mean, like, yeah, the first challenge was a completely different challenge, but like <laughs> the setup was almost kind of similar. The only, the only thing that, like, you know, you know, like the way he met Artemis and stuff. Stupid. Yeah, it, and it the was way the first challenge movie. in the book was when he went. They it was on the planet where he went to school, which they didn't even. Well, yeah, show. how they figured. Yeah, they showed it, it was one a, time. It was for in like a, two seconds. It was in a D and D tunnel in a D and D like maze and then he had to play a fucking arcade game against the fucking no I know that I'm not saying that that's how that it's similar in that aspect but I'm saying that like there's nothing what is similar about it the theme of it no the theme (laughs) yeah like the situations not the what am I trying to say the situations are different but 
it happens the same way, kind of? It does not. Kind of. No. And if you're referring to him getting it first and then Parzival coming, oh, and then uh, Artemis coming soon after, sure. <laughs> but that's it. That's <laughs> the only similarity. I'm more or less referring to, like, it being... I don't know. I'll have to think. I'll have to gather my thoughts on yeah, it. because we'll I disagree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. That's Still, it. Yeah. Go see the movie. If you haven't seen it by the time we're going to talk about it, go watch it. Read the book. Do whatever you got to do. See it's going to make a bunch of money, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, because like, like I said, if I had never read the book, the movie would have been probably fantastic, which as was proved by our friend Nate. He fucking said it was fucking awesome, Like, which I, I guarantee it. You know, that's... that's the cinematography was fucking beautiful. Like the the special effects were fantastic. Like, like when King Kong was fucking running through that town, dude, this shit looked nuts. This shit looked real shit. Yeah. And the way that bridge came over when they started the race through the water and it just came up. Oh, that whole that was cool. <clears throat> it was cool. Like the the visual effects were spectacular. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Well, you know, there was that one. Yeah, we'll have to talk about it. I'll have to gather yeah, we'll all of our thoughts and talk about it later. But yeah, the good stuff. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Ooh. <sighs>